Hello everyone, and welcome once again to Adventuring 101, a D&D podcast where I, Robbie, the Dungeon Master, take these four misfits out into what is basically Adventuring University. Now, you may think that uh, my audio quality is a bit different, and that's because I'm not recording in the same little area today, because we have we have something very special for you listeners today. You see, if you recall from our last episode, the party had a very, very rough time in their very first assignment, with the party getting almost entirely TPK'd by uh, some several antics, including Bright Claws causing several explosions, cave-ins, and shooting Luna the Bard in the back. So, after the session, I said, you know, the best you guys will probably get is probably something like a C- or a D. You know, uh, not the best grade. And Elliot, who plays Bright Claws, went ahead and made a five-page essay on why the party should in fact get a B. And when I say five pages, I really do mean five fucking pages. So without further ado, I'm going to hand the mic off to Elliot, aka Bright Claws, so that you can hear this fucking Chad level essay that he's written. So without further ado, here you go. Bright Claws of the Bright Cliffs, Adventuring 101, not too warm month sometime around the fourth moon. Dear teacher whose name I forgot. to drop the cup. Alright, pleasantries dispensed. May we start with the problemo at poor. Yes, this is an indignity and a mistake to forbid my fluffy self, my scaly compatriots, and the one pink-skinned lad who has the best taste in interesting novelties here, a sea of any variety concerning the circumstances of that test. Meow, I say. The crux of meow complaints stands to be the discrepancies within the reality simulacra. Even as a kit, I could judge the proper distance with impeccable timing between that ruin and the town. Meow, dear Kazuma friend, could not have made the distance without mystical intervention going off of conventional travel speeds even with this monkly abilities. I was not paying the most attention during our walks, however, it must have taken me, Luna, and Marin at least a half hour's trek to reach it, assuming Kazuma was going full speed since the first detonation. You would have had to clear a half hour's distance within less than a minute. A full hissing minute. Wow, that is simply unreasonable. Kazuma's death only occurred because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Had he been with us, our final journey inside the temple would have gone far more successfully, in theory. This all said, the next issue I'd like to talk of would be what I dubbed the critical factor was at play. To meow it simply, 
some otherworldly force outside interference name it whatever you will was directly interfering with our lesson for good or ill neither matter the instance of this critical factor i can row of was during the testy shooting attempt on that hissable engooped homemade can of fireball what i will not purr of was the insane ricochet that happened to injure my dear companion luna for a hefty sum of damage Meow. That was an impossible sequence of missing. I mean, have you seen that slime? The space between it and her, its sheer size, the specific location of that large cake thingy that I made and was aiming for. It is beyond unlikely, I would admit, the slime in general must less be so unfortunate as we hit a dear companion. Now, had I made that shot, she would no doubt still be alive, probably, maybe. I muse that she could have escaped on her own. Mayhaps. We will never know now. Whatever the case, this is quite the caterwauling experience. That matter dealt with. Another change in this alternative course would have presented itself. We hurried things along, dear Marilyn and me yourself, due to figuring that a more speedy finish of what we could still complete would be more beneficial. More than that, Without the presumed collapse of the temple passages by said spook, which I am only half convinced wouldn't have happened anyways, there was nothing more we could do. After my last ditch scouting, a correct tactical call to have ranger friends stay and hide by the front, in addition to the perfect genius that was playing dead upon minds being struck down from the safety of thine attempted tree escape and its subsequent fall back into the uh, ruin complex. Nothing more could have been gained. <sighs> Dear Kaz, my friend had been there, things would have gone certainly differently. For one, you would definitely have been the point dragonborn, while I could have hidden in wait for him to lead the creature away and out with far more tact and planning than I could perhaps muster debatably. Uh, with its absent from its chamber could i not have entered it looted the inside and dashed off while dodging its one single blow of opportunity in the escape meow yes i say so yes shall this be meow proposition furthermore well mistaken to mind that this as a conservative estimation of events had luna been there and properly survived as i previously theorized had we all been given a full rest meow that creature would have been surely mushed into bone meal by our combined power. As things stand, however, Marin and I could not finish for the simple fact that we were tired, beat up, and unwilling to see if our fully rested selves could have taken the beast. Also, that expediency was an assumed factor in our getting a higher mark. <sighs> My final point is that half our party still managed to complete our main objective to deliver the gold and overall get things done within a single day without once taking a long rest. Yeah, well, our actions were admittedly reckless. Does this academy not reward raw talent? If so, may I suggest you change your recruiting pool, as clearly you do not favor boldness. And if boldness is not the life breath of adventurers, then what pray tell is, aside from literal red juices, that runs through our veiny veins. We got our three bonuses. We completed the main task. We did all despite the clear mishaps and glitches that were absolutely confirmed by the state of our return to the academy. 
I suffered no cripplings, no dire wounds upon return like the others. We were all fit to walk out of there, tired yet still very much able of body and mind. So, unless you plan on giving us all low seas, and by all I of course mean the other adventuring parties too, in which case my suggestion you just give out a blanket N.A. or I due to the metal storm occurrences, it does not seem fair to me myself. Yeah. Meow. In totality, give us a B- for effort. Circumstances, I'm not filing a formal complaint regarding the specific circumstances of that adventure. Me alternatively, feel free to provide us all with concrete data showing how Kazuma could have run a half hour in less than a meowing minute. How that one rock randomly exploded over dear Marin's head, inexplicably, or how meow arrows did literal magic tricks despite there being no casters nearby who could have given them the power to do so. All things taken into account, it was a miracle brought forth by the Elder Cats and my dear Cat Lord himself that this trial was even finished in any regards by us. So please take heed and do not be the type of meowing who hiss for the failures of those provided with broken equipment. Mm. To make an allegory, this was us being faced with a mortal enemy, with shield stolen and blade reduced to a rusted mess little better than a whacking stick, yet we still pull th through. Taking heed of the fact and the pause to ponder with all your erudite comprehension that might have occurred had we been able to face the challenge head-on, at full power, unburdened, unrestricted, without these unbidden restraints ignobly imposed upon our perfect selves, then no, it would have been a stomp of our enemy. They would have had no chance, because even if they faltered at half strength, what chance could they have had with us at full? No things considered. I think a B- is a bit of a low ball. Mm, not the fun type of one that you can hit a bunch of your paws, you know? Like, the type that's just a trouble to pick up. Mm. Oh, things stand, however. We will justly take it and strive to further prove this point at our next opportunity of true challenge. Meow. I pray you hear our results there, and know them to be the true extent of our abilities. Take you to the pigeons unless you want a repeat of this kerfuffle. Meow. <sighs> Finally done transcribing this smart stuff, we can go back to hunting the vile foe. Be well, dear faculty. Know that I will not forget this moment should be you be so indignant. Edging. Ignore my beseechment. Addendum. Or if I'm be rid of that ghosting in thine dorm room. The roof is nice and comforting, but I would rather go back to sleeping in my nice comfy box. It is too spooky for me. Meow. This is too much. I must play with yarn. It's uh, like 11 in the morning. I've been awake for approximately two hours. 
I have had six hours of sleep and it's daylight fucking savings time. Oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm powered only on coffee. Let's fucking do this. Let's do this. To my right is Steven Mercer. I don't know about you guys, but I had my eight hours of sleep and my daily workout. So I'm fine. And also, what do you call a monkey that knows martial arts? What is what is it, Steven? <laughs> I'm scared to ask. A monk. A monk. A monk. <laughs> Can't you know, can we cancel this podcast already, please? <laughs> oh shit! It's what a reg- What do you what what do you call a regan tank that knows jujitsu? A monkey. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a monkey that knows jujitsu? It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we having this conversation? Asked, yeah. Smooth as buttered silk. <laughs> what do you know? What do you call an owl that knows uh, magic? But no, I don't know. A Houdini. God damn it. <laughs> That was actually good. That was better. That was terrible. What do you call a truck? Okay, that was a good type of terrible. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. All right, and then to my other right is Tyler McElwam. I don't have a joke for you, unfortunately. Uh, Is that the joke? I'm I'm playing as Marin Marcus the Ranger. That's all I got. Right. Hello, my Luna. I'm Amanda Stewart, and I have Luna, and I play as Luna Sage. I have one more joke for you. Okay, please. What do you call someone who talks to, uh, who t- uh, tells to a lot of jokes and is not funny? Uh, who? A bad pun. <laughs> I was gonna say Stephen. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, I have a, I have one joke then. Oh, this might be pretty funny. What do you call Anyhow. the 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 people that the bassist and the drummer hang around. What? The musicians? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yikes. All right, it's going to be one of these episodes. All right, Elliot. So, as you previously heard, Elliot, uh, was it yesterday, composed a five-page essay yeah. on why the party should get a B. Yeah. B minus. B minus, sorry. Yes. So, what a, welcome, Elliot slash Bright Claws. Hello. Um... I am Cat, and I am here to chew yarn and hit my rats and pigeons. I am all out of yarn. Perfect. So, last we left off, you guys had just completed your first assignment, which went very debatably. <laughs> Brightclaw's sense wrote up, took the time, got some paper with the earnings from his uh, magical Kool-Aid. What did we call that stuff again? Tabakstick. Tabax stick, that's right. Yeah, Faerunian Kool-Aid stick. And you used the funds to buy some paper, ink, and pen, and proceed to write a five-page essay. Submitted that, and you haven't heard anything back. Four weeks go by in your life uh, here at the Academy, and you kind of get into that regular school rhythm of just you go to class, you eat, you hang out, rinse and repeat until you die. On this particular day, as you near midterm season, you find yourself sitting on the bleachers of the Academy's sports area. It's like this large space outside about the size of a football field, and it's vaguely shaped like a football field. Is it a football field? It's basically a football field. (laughs) On the field itself, though, you see huge muscular humanoids wrestling to and fro in a particularly harsh game of magical rugby. It's like a combination of Quidditch and real rugby where the ball is flying around, but just as much violence as regular rugby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you say that Quidditch is pretty fucking violent, man. 
Like, you have shit going around that's trying to knock you off a goddamn room and plummet to the earth. Like, that... You're basically 50 feet up in yeah, the air. Like, yeah. And you're going it, faster is, than... This is, is like ground Quidditch. Is, you're, you're basically going faster yeah. than oh, a... Oh, are there fucking a, bludgers? Please tell me there are bludgers. No, there's just bludgeoning. Uh, now, more importantly than this game of rugby, though, there is a cheerleader squad for the team, your guys' rugby team, Argon's Adventuring Abolis. And you have the mascot with just his legs poking out in an Abolith costume that's doing the splits and dancing around. And among the cheerleading squad, this group of 10 in a, a multi-gendered individuals and multi-racial individuals, you see Kazuma among their ranks. And they are doing cartwheels and big flips and doing towers. And they call out to the crowd collectively, Give me an A! A! a. Give me another A. A. my weed. And another A. A. Oh, A. What does that spell? How how good looking Cosmo looks in his. Um, you're definitely like dabbed up. Like you're making sure that you're looking good. You're in your uniform uh, with the triple A's across it. So give me a performance roll or an acrobatics check. All right, I'll do an acrobatics roll. Um, that's a nine. That's a nine? Yeah. Um, athletics? Sorry. Uh, acrobatics. Uh, a ten. Ten? Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty good. But, so... Maybe he's just shy. The crowd suddenly roars to life on, from the bleachers. You guys are facing off. The Argons eventually and Abolis are facing off against the Baldur's Gate Bugbears, which are a group of young mercenaries that are getting some teamwork practice in through team sports. And they came <laughs> up, because there's not really many other sports teams in Faerun, so the uh, Baldur's Gate bugbears are pretty frequent up here. And in this violent game, you guys are cheering along, and the crowd roars to life as none other than Tim the Destroyer takes the field violently and literally punches a guy in the face to wrestle the ball and just starts running through the field like full Forrest Gump sprint. And as he goes... The cheerleaders are going into a triangle shape, like a reverse triangle, just to get that extra accent. And Kazuma's right in the middle. Mm. And Kazuma, you slip. <gasps> and the entire formation of cheerleaders fall straight to can the I ground. Can I try to save someone? Um, like if someone's above my head, can I try to catch them to I'll body you, check? I'll let you do like an acrobatics check or something like that. Yeah. I got a 19. Okay. So you catch a falling uh, guy as you fall and you manage to protect him. Nobody gets terribly injured, but everybody goes, there's a collective gasp from the crowd as this thing follows. And Tim looks over at the sudden thing and he just gets decked right in the stomach, tackled to the ground by a half-orc who steals the ball from him and scores, winning the game. Tim, no. For the Baldur's Gate bugbears. Damn. Why? You failed this University, Kazuma. How this happened to me? I made my <laughs> you, you better fucking hope there aren't any green hooded archers around here, otherwise you can get shot at some yeah. point. So, I made my mistake. Over time, the uh, crowd disperses, and everybody looks quite sad and disappointed. This is the third loss in a row for the Abolists. They're not having a good year, despite their new roster. Oh, is, is it over? <laughs> Did we win? Are there any pigeons around here? God damn it. Absolutely. That one, I don't see them. Never mind, there's none. I, I can feel their presence, though. Cosmo cleans himself up, and he's just, like, 
he's probably just a little bit like, well, that's how it goes. He tries to like, you know, clean himself up as soon as possible because he's worried about presentation. Becky. You definitely do get reamed pretty hard by afterwards who? by Becky and Rakasha Bone Nash. What does she sound like? In. Oh, Jesus. Mike. <laughs> Like, I cannot believe that you just cost us this game. I didn't cost the do game. Do you have any idea what you did? I didn't do anything. I just, you, I saved Bill. You are not cut out for this team. Listen here, Becky. I will, I will, I will do even harder. I, I failed, I failed, I failed my map making course for this. No, I passed. I, not it failed. Well, I wasn't Listen. doing very well, but I, I left it. This cheerleading team is my life, and I won't have you mess anything up here. You get school, your... school spirit means a lot to me, Becky. Me too. You know what? Get your act together, and you're off the team. You know... I... <laughs> <laughs> he just starts crying. <laughs> Walks away crying. And so... <laughs> Becky might be my favorite character. <laughs> uh, great. So... For context, as we kind of ease out of Chasm getting reamed by Becky, <laughs> it has been approximately three or four weeks since you guys' first assignment, as I previously said. And a couple of things have occurred in that time. You guys have been doing your regular assignments. You have been participating in Fight Club, doing all these important things. One of the most notable, though, is that... For that first assignment that you did so many weeks ago, there was an announcement by the Academy from Narian Silvercloak himself that said that the first assignment will be entirely nullified and not go towards you guys' grades. Oh, wow. I guess my... Uh, I guess two episodes mean nothing. Okay. Yeah. Oh I guess that my letter of, actually mattered. All of that enti was entirely pointless. Perfect. <laughs> Well, it gave us real experience, and really, isn't that gave you exposure? I really like the thought that um, the faculty received White Claw's like essay, and they just immediately put it in the shredder. Yeah, probably. And, and well, at least Cosmo Luna knows the the best experience ever: the feeling of death. Yeah. Other things important. So you guys have been trying to get that exorcism and sort out that ghost in your room problem for a while now. And some senior clerical students have been investigating your dorm over the weeks, and they basically feel that there is a presence. They've done Channel Divinity and all that good stuff, but they can't find anything. Like, there's nothing. They basically say whatever seems to have been there just seems to have passed on. They're basically useless. So that doesn't really turn into much. Can, can I uh, make them sign a blood pact that states if it comes back, you owe us 50 gold? The, uh, if you're that no, today. they're clerics. They're smarter than that. Oh, uh, uh, so you're you're certain enough that it's gone, quote unquote, but you're not certain enough that you won't like sign a certificate saying we are actually and legitimately certain it's gone. Oh yeah, th this is how you get us to, like fucking get you back here and like <laughs> pay you more or whatever. I mean, I'm sure we're not actually paying you, but still, it's scummy. Uh, All right, am so I, am I still? infested with whatever the hell is making me ill yeah so magic. with that you guys have been fairly steady in your like weird dream stuff Marin, you have just been having your dreams you notice have been very violent it's usually you stabbing somebody oh. or being enraged like afterwards you feel fine when you wake up you're like oh that was weird it happened it's not every night but it's every so often you also see a lot of fire in your dreams and anger 
Mm. Um, but when you wake up, you're perfectly normal. Okay. So, but it's feeling kind of weird. Uh, Elliot. That's a little bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Elliot Brightclaws, you have not had any dreams. Just flat out oh, nothing. Wait. He said, um, he said, we said, well, him, he has, okay. Yeah. He has no dreams. Clearly, this is a protection of the elder cats from whatever mumbo jumbo is happening to dear Marin. Yeah. So you have no dreams whatsoever. Everything's blank. And mm. things have been steady like that. Who would have participated in Fight Club over the last little while? I would. And okay. I would. All right. So I, I uh, just so we can get through, I'd like you guys to make me just some straight combat check rolls with your melee weapons here. Just so we can see how you guys have been doing over the weeks. 16. 16? All right. I, so, got, I got 3 plus 5. It is going to be a an 8. Cool. So, oh. Kazuma, uh, this is over the weeks that you guys have been in Fight Club. Kazuma, would you have been participating participating in every week of Fight Club? I think he does the MMA strategy of every second week. Okay, so you will lose 4 gold in that case. Okay. Because you, you are on a bit of a losing streak. Despite your initial success, you lost 2 matches. Okay. Bright Claws, on the other hand, you've been doing fantastically. You gain four gold, as well as uh, who would have been placing bets? I would be placing bets against my teammates. I'd be placing bets on myself. All right. How many? So how much would you bet for, and how much would you bet against? Um, I'd probably bet uh, one gold against each time. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, like for each fight? Yes. Okay. So, uh, and you're doing three fights or two? I'm gonna say three because you already said I was doing well. Okay, so you got six. Game. Yeah, so you got six gold total. Um, you lose three gold. Mm -hmm. Are you also betting against Kazuma? Oh yeah. You have three gold, seven silver, and five copper from Kazuma losing. So you still won out with some money. I wanted to know. I have actually. Uh, it was eight and twelve total with both my modifiers. Yeah, no, still, still right. lost. Why? Why is what the hell's going on with them? He's probably. I, I think I know what. But... So what? What are you betting here? I, I, I bet. Three on myself. All three times? Yep. You've gained an additional two gold, two silver, and five copper. Hey, um, Amanda, I think I know what Luna would do in Fight Club. What? Would you try to be an uh, announcer? You can do that if you wanted. Sure. Cool. To make money. So, yeah, Fight Club has not gone well for Casmo, but it's gone fantastically for Bright Claws. Hmm. Who would have known? Yeah. My, my, my. How the turntables. <laughs> so with that... Things are easing along in your academic lives when midterms oh, approach. God, no. Yes. No. So how the midterms work is you guys on you guys are eventually receive a slip of paper under your door that tells you when to meet Mara Turnuckle on the first terrace of the academy. I assume you go? Yes. Okay. Well beforehand can when they both leave, I want to talk to Luna privately. Okay. So you guys on this fine uh Getting towards fall day, or getting towards winter day, because it is basically November-ish, uh, for context of the weather, up in these cold, frigid mountains, Marin and Brightclaws, the Dream Boys, uh, start walking off. The Dragonborn, meanwhile, falling behind. I, I look at Luna, I'm like, how are you doing lately here? Good. You are? Yeah. Real panty ass being here sometimes. I know. Well, what do you know? You've been doing fairly well. I've been the Becky read me out again. I didn't do well in Fight Club, and I still can't shake off the idea that I saw you die. And you never really talk about it. But do you hate me for not being there all the time when I you were? Because if I was there, I sometimes feel like if I wasn't there, you would have you wouldn't have died. 
I, I, but it, I didn't know what was going on because I had the rest and I thought you guys would kind of just go to the mayor and talk to them and get a renegotiation with fighting like an ooze or whatever. But you guys just left me. And was that because I got one shot, I got critted by that goblin and I got faint knocked out and you saved me? And did you think I'm, like, do you guys think I'm weak or something? Well, it's just me here, but no. Do you hate me for not saving you? No. So why don't you want to, so why? Well, it was kind of Bright Claws who helped with the death, not you. Well, I, I was thinking of, like, still wanting to, like, skin the cat. But, <laughs> frankly, I can't just be pissed off at the guy because, frankly, he did try to, like, persuade them that was an axe, like, it was just an error. And I can't be angry about that. But, like, oh, my gosh, I really do feel like you, like, you don't seem really, you didn't seem really happy with me for a bit because, I don't know, like. I was just I, concerned about you getting in trouble with the headmaster and the teachers. Well, I, I don't know. Like, it always seemed like there's some bullshit going on, and I've never really been good at anything. I just want to add in a personal comment, but this is getting really depressing. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit too real. <laughs> Don't be a bunch of wieners. You're a wiener. It's got to be entertaining. I, that's fine as a wiener. But this, <laughs> stupid. It's just that, like you know, you gotta you get wiener. back to it. Back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a pigeon. Whoa. Wait, no, <laughs> no, but I'm sorry. No, I want to just like Cosmo would just look at Luna and say, "I think our problem is that you and I are protecting ourselves, like each other." And we can't think about ourselves very well. How about this? We both become stronger together. Okay. Instead of we watching each other's back, we just set shoulder to shoulder. Because I don't want you to die. Me neither. Well, what's at the, what's at, you know, like we can't change that. So, but you want to do the most important bond of, you want to make it official? About that? Hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 this is public property. What's going hey. on here? Oh, the, this, the, the important dragonborn seal, the pinky swear. Oh, of course, okay. Ooh, okay, good. We're going to stick this Whoa. together? Yes. Not adults only yet. And we're going to kick everything's ass, right? Yes, and we're not going to be destroyed by Mar uh, Bright Claws again. Yeah, or a bunch of jello. <laughs> I can't go to that cafeteria when I see that Jello. Uh, He's like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Godzilla. I think, I think, it, for, I think, Godzilla. Uh, it's just, it's like Godzilla, but it's a man with uh, goo. It disguises itself as Jello. There you go. All right. Well, and, and then, then we it both comes out of the. It comes out at night through the when it opens the fridge door. <laughs> and, and it, You're basically saying the blob. It's what it is. It, like, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Like, like, well, we both we want to walk together, or you just want to like, still be a, a, are you being a snot right now? Like, let's go. Let's walk together. Yeah, let's go. Oh, that's wholesome. Yeah. I thought we were just about to witness like a breakup or something. Like, geez. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were gonna split the party permanently. <laughs> All right. You guys proceed to have this yeah. wholesome moment with each other. And you walk down the stairs, the big stairs, down to the first terrace. The pigeons chirp in the background. You do not see them, though. They are hiding from you. The word has gotten out. Damn, they're getting smarter. The orange and red and golden leaves are now falling to the ground as 
football proceeds to grip and take over the campus in that kind of solemn, you know, everything's dying in a beautiful way kind of atmosphere. That is the uh, season of fall. And as you guys scrunch your way along the leave-laden pathways, you go into the registration building that you had first been into when you entered the academy. You proceed to go down to a large office building within that building itself, like a little complex. And you eventually find Meriturnicle at her desk. And he says, ah, greetings. You are the Orcapod. She's looking through various papers and scrolls. And what, what? The Orcapod? The name I gave us. Do you have any other better ideas for a ball? Yeah, I'm pretty sure none of us ever agreed to that. Yeah. You just sort of said it. Yeah, well, I yeah, never hear any disagreement, so too bad. <laughs> so you are the Orcapod. Yeah, of course. Well, well please. Forgive him. He's just he's going to be neutered soon, so. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, all of that aside, please sit down. I have your, your exam for you. So he gets a number two pen out. So you are all aware of how the midterms at this academy work? No. No. We essentially, for our exams, we subcontract our students out to those looking for adventuring services. They pay you for the work, but a percentage goes back to us, and you get the leftovers, which you can do with what you please. And that is how our system here works. So, we have uh, found a subcontract for you from the Church of Lathander that we can give off to you. Not that you have a choice, but I digress. So I will hand this over to you, and she hands you a small slip of paper wrapped in a leather case. And I will give you the details. As you, I am sure, are aware, the Academy has many connections with the Church of Lathander, so we do some jobs for them at a discounted rate. You are to meet uh, this piece of paper, this letter here, will teleport you to a region just outside of Daggerford in the south. There's an abbey near Daggerford, born by a woman, a sister of Lathander, named Una Pelambrose. Uh, we do not have too, too many details on their exact mission uh, that they want, but here's what I can tell you. There's a portion of land a few days away from the abbey that long ago was the home of a necromancer. And you don't have to worry, this necromancer was defeated long ago, but their influence still permeates the area despite him being dead. Killed by none other than Gary the Magnificent in the party that he was with. Oh, I read about Gary the Magnificent. Yes. Was it a comic? <laughs> it's a manga. Yeah. Yeah, of course. The church believes that there is an object in the necromancer's tower that is still permeating the necromancer's energy and tainting the land. We have been informed that you shouldn't have to worry about anything greater than a couple of zombies or ghouls. Nothing too terrifying or out there that should not be above your pay grades. Is there a way to protect ourselves if this power is, like, is it safe to touch it, or...? It should be perfectly fine, but it's mostly legend and myth at this point. Una will inform you once you actually get down to the abbey. Okay. Yes. Do you have any questions? Um, was, what race was this necromancer? A legend tells that he was a human. Oh, too bad he wasn't a vaxi. Yeah, necromancer. What? I don't get it. A Question. A necromancer. I don't get it. That's racist. Okay, well then I'll just take my joke somewhere else then. Neko is Japanese for cat. Oh. So, what is an exam? What's a contract? It is. She she kind of looks at you dead-eyed for a moment. It's like. 
Like, the, the exam is a very important part of your marking process. And a contract is a thing that you sign to do to get paid for stuff. Is that, ah. is that sufficient? So it's like a shared rabbit. You give someone a rabbit and they kill pigeons for you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, precisely. Yeah. Oh. Now, now, I forgot Quite to do something severe. early in the session. I'd like you all to do some kind of skill check of any kind or a uh, oh. combat check. And before you roll, before you roll, before you roll, before you roll, <laughs> before you guys roll, basically what this roll is for is to see how you've been doing in your assignments up till now. Because that will dictate how badly you need to pass this exam. Mm. No pressure. Yeah. What so if... add whatever relevant skill that you can come up with. So I guess I'm a ranger, so mine would be like survival. Sure, that works. Mine is... Just one single roll. Oh, nat 20 for that one. Ooh. No, 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 no. 15 plus... Whatever you want, basically, that you think is relevant. Combat check supply as well. So could I do charisma? Sure. So maybe like your performance roll or something? Or? Okay, uh, so we can use 15 plus back. 3. So 18. Yeah. So we're allowed to use anything, right? But as long as you can kind of justify it. This is for a monk, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I guess athletics. Cool. Okay. 7 plus 5, which is going to be 12. Okay. I'll do stealth. I, I won't say why I'm doing stealth. I'll leave it to the imagination, but, but I don't think it takes oh. much to guess why I'm doing stealth. Well, you're being stealthy. Yes. Yeah, so in your I'm in your stealthy. escapades. I'm, so I'm go ahead, roll me stealth. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could have gone with the original, but whatever. That's this is why you don't. This is why you listen to your DM. <laughs> um. Well, it's not bad. My stealth is a five, so that is. Um, can I use my action? <laughs> no. no, no, no. Eleven. Oh, Eleven. thank goodness! I'm not what the did lowest. You, what did you get? Seen? I got twelve. 12? I got average, a little bit over. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing much better in my solo studies. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna calculate this together. Oh man! Oh fuck! You die. You guys gonna bring the average down? Hey! <laughs> Don't drag me down with you. No, man. Like. Okay. 17's not that bad. 18's oh, yeah, so not that yeah, bad. Mine's uh, 25 overall. Oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's nat 20 and then add the 5. Oh, wow. You're, you're carrying us. Thank yeah. you, nerd. Your <laughs> yeah, services I'm, are I'm greatly much, I'm much better when you guys aren't around. Uh, do, do you mind if I have you, like, tutor me in exchange for me telling you about my culture and the songs of my people? <laughs> Maybe later. Ooh. In part because of Luna's great support that she does and Marin is just on his rocker, just going ham. These are your calculations of how you guys have been doing it in your assignments, the more, like, simulacra. Brightclaws and Kazuma are uh, kind of not quite pulling their weight, but Marin and Luna over the last few weeks, fantastic. You guys are in A range. Oh. You have an oh. A in your courses so far together. Yeah. And as a result of that, you guys get... As a party, a bag of holding. What? Ah! I don't suppose I can add a bonus die from my essay. Dude, no. Huh. No, your bonus. essay had nothing to do with this. Damn it. Who's going to have a bag of holding? Oh, well, I had to try. No, um, might, be, might be a good place to store Marin? my book. <laughs> well, he's squishy, though. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it, though. I'm, I'm, no. I'm, I'm agile. No. I'm athletic. 
No. I, I put still my think food Mary in it, Daniel. No. Because he's like the most relaxed and he actually takes care of things. Like, <laughs> if he takes care of the bag of holding, yeah. like, he takes but care of things. Then I could book. put if my bombs like, in like it. If my book is in the bag, I ain't letting go of that bag. Yeah. Hey, how about we stick, can we stick someone's head over it, cut the bag, what will happen? I'm pretty sure they'll die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll just so, put that as a last so, resort against so a bad guy. So we're taking as Marin's has the bag. Okay. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. So we're taking that Marin has the bag. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yes, retroactively, that's what you guys have is a bag of holding. Um, it's a bit old. Yeah. And you guys are in a range, so even if you fail this midterm, then in that case, you're probably still good. But you know, preferable to be on the upswing. So would you guys like to ask any questions to Marin, or not Marin, to Mara before? You make your preparations and go. You basically have a day to get prepared, and then this letter will teleport you, and it will teleport you back when you're done. You are expected to take about two weeks for all of this, so you have plenty of time in the adventure. Okay, I I am going to ask the question of, what do we do if it turns out these people are evil and or betray us at some point? Mara says, well, they're the tricks of the Thanders, so the likelihood of being, them being corrupted in some well, way is very unlikely. I have two questions. Or, this is a follow-up with the, what if the Church of Lathander was mind-controlled by that, my players? That's highly unlikely. Would we get better marks if we fought higher than our late weight limit, our basic our belt limit? No, your marks are based on your gold that you get back, as well as the feedback we have from our employer. Okay, okay so, so be nice saying... to them and get much, and tons of money. Exactly. Okay, okay. but They no. will note your performance. All right, but no, no, really, though. Like, I, I need to ask you... If something screwy happens with them, just in case, because... If an employer is compromised, we will nullify your grades, as long as it can be confirmed that they're compromised. All right, that's fair enough. Who is... Why Why the bell doesn't wake... Doesn't We don't hear the bell anymore when we wake it's up. It's just for the first day. Well, how do, So why do we wake up in the same time perfectly? It's just the rhythm of, of the academy, as it were. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Also... I heard there was a monster that you will get you if you don't pay your dues. What is it called again? Oh yes, that's Boris. What is Boris? Uh, we're not we're not supposed to talk about what Boris is, but uh, Boris is our uh, enforcer. Okay. Boris goes and finds uh, and collects debt. Is it a Tarask? No, of course not. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> That'd be quite quite uh, elaborate uh, kind of. I mean, collection. the Tarask is an ancient abomination. Yes. Yeah, well, precisely. You just, you just, how, how would if if you got control of that? Why would you be running an adventuring academy? <laughs> I don't no. know. Why does anything happen? We have you dinosaurs. Could, here. You could destroy countries with that thing. Well, okay. I have one other thing. Um, because no one seems to ask. Regarding wow. the history of this place, why hasn't like everyone just kind of gathered up and head down to the deep like a big squad? Well, because it's far too dangerous. Well, what if you get like Our a mission... team of twenty-five good, like your best students, because we... armed to the teeth, and you basically gave them a bag of holding, squad up, go down there and I'm kick their sure. ass? Because it's sure a... they did do that. And that's why we we have done packs. when this academy was first founded. Argon himself led expeditions into the deep, and along with several others, and what? we have had dozens of people go missing, even despite their prowess. What was Argon? Argon, he was believed to be a great eldritch knight fighter. Sweet. Oh, cool. So his sword can magically go to his hand? And the details are fuzzy. I never met him. It was a long time ago. But Who uh, has? 
Spartan X was raised by him. Uh, okay. Uh, what about uh, that elf guy? He's like the... Oh, yes. And Narian Silvercloak as well. Yes. Yeah. Now, are there, are there any more questions relevant to your exam? I'm, I don't got anything. Oh. Very Get well. the crystal. Um, befriend the Church of Lysander. Yes. And where is this part again of... It's in Daggerford. It's in the south. Okay. I'm, yes. They will... I've been there before. Like I said, they will fill you in more when you reach your destination. They may give you a small bonus if they go in to investigate and you find that you've killed a bunch of undead, depending on how things go. Yeah. So, so we have that, a day. Uh, yes. Yeah, a day to prepare to get whatever you need. There are supplies available from purchase here in this first terrace. Potions and other like sort of things, as well as survival equipment. You will be given your equipment packs as per normal in your assignments. Until then, that is all. So it's like the uh, the bazaar from Legend of Zelda Scarward Sword? Sure, I guess so. So with that, you guys are also handed your own four separate, or uh, two separate pieces of paper. Bright Claws, you get a note from Barthanax telling you what your individual alchemy class tasks are. You need to make a new potion out of an ingredient that is already familiar to you. So take something you already know and well, make it into something it. new. Cool. Uh, Marin, you get a, uh, a very roughly scrawled note from Akasha Bone Nasher. It's like it's like several streaks make up one part of the letter, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Looks like a five-year-old wrote it, basically. <laughs> it says, using a minimalist style with minimal coloration, paint an animal or plant. Oh, I do that every day. Yeah, and you get kind of like a canvas with that to do your stuff with, as well as your, you will have your paint supplies and you'll have your alchemy tools. You, you will have all the necessities. Kazuma, you have, officially, you have told me uh, out off the record that you dropped cartography. Yeah, he basically was like... Cheerleading's more important. Well, he was thinking it was being like cheerleading, um, fight club, and the the teacher was being a dink. Cool. All right. (laughs) That works. Yeah. I can't believe people have to deal with dragonborns who are jerks. Yeah, really? Who would have thought? They're all jerks. What do you mean? And did you tell me you want to join cooking? Yeah. Oh, you want to take up cooking? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So we will get that uh, figured out. But I will give you... We'll say over the last few weeks that you've taken up cooking. So for that, I guess I'll say, you know, cook a a dish that is entirely new to you with the local ingredients that you find uh, in that region. That will be your task. It's like, you you nerds, I don't have to do anything super important. So no other questions, no other inquiries, no other curiosities. You guys are all ready to go? I think we're good. All right. So would you like to make any other preparations or buy anything on your way out? before? Potion. Like... I'm buying a potion. A single potion. Okay. So like a healing potion? Yeah. Okay. So they charge 60 gold for a single healing potion oh up God. here. Oh, God. Do I have enough gold? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you... Bright Claws actually might. Yeah. How much do you need? Bright Claws, you can have a potion. You're very delicate with those. I have healing word. Always... Like, what, what type of potion? A healing potion is worth, okay. like, 60 gold. Yeah. Maybe they might have a cheaper one at the... You, you have a... Well, I have an idea. Is there a potion to restore a spell slot? No. No. Is there any ingredients oh, for we Bright Claws Kool-Aid? We could always buy yes. one of uh, Bright Claws's uh, cool, cool... They are on sale. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to go down to the bar and, like, ask, Hey, how, how is the revenue... This this day. Um, so I said, oh, well, we need more. We need more. All right. We've sold out. I we got make, We got tons. I will we make got, more. Actually, here, I got something for you. And he puts a sack of gold down. You got 10 gold. Dang. <sighs> this shit's popular. Yeah. Oh, this is good. 
I better get like extra marks for my goddamn alchemy class for like making <laughs> yeah. a hit new like student. Tabaxic. And before Rastic. it's proven to be addictive. He's <laughs> <laughs> got like cocaine in it or something. It's like old Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Almost certain like totally for medicinal. Okay, medicine. rolling. I'm I'm gonna roll a thing. To to like a survival or uh, yeah, nature? survival. Or nature. Like, yeah, nature. I'll, oh. I'll allow nature. Eleven. Eleven? Okay. It's not yeah, like... it's not a ton. But you get a little bit. But you can keep some for yourself if you so desire. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll keep... How many, I'll, I'll say that you made five. I'll keep one for me. Okay, you have uh, basically a Kool-Aid, magical Kool-Aid, uh, I'm going to say, is uh, D2. So basically D4 in half plus one. It's not, like, super great, but it's better than nothing. And it tastes good. And it tastes yeah. great. Like, if you mix it in with some water, like... You or alcohol, some... you yeah, yeah, alcohol, it's, yeah. It's the flavor that adventurers crave. <laughs> no. <laughs> You create a slogan now. <laughs> Kazuma goes and writes a letter to his mom. Okay. Yeah. Do I roll for anything to make it like, or do I just out? No, you just write it. All right. I just write a letter and then I send it away. And also I want to see, uh, I want to find um, Tim yeah. the Destroyer. Yeah. Tim the Destroyer and Azerpolitics have not been at Fight Club, by the way. I want to, I want to find them and um, just see how they're doing. Uh, so you see Tim, he's uh, drinking some Tabaxic uh, with his friends. <laughs> His party, uh, and he says, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, what's that drink? Oh, it's Tabaxi. It's great stuff. I can't get enough of it. I'm more of a crab juice kind of guy. Oh, that's uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's more. Um, you do what you need to do. Yeah. Well, I want to ask, um, how you been doing lately? Because ever since that, it, what happened with the first? Oh, I've been kind of rattled since that. You know, we had a lot of violence, and you know, not the good kind of violence. Well, I I was also worried you were decked in the rugby. I felt like it was. Well, Becky says it's my fault. And... Now, don't listen to her. Yeah, she's kind of a bitch. She's very mean. I don't like her very much, but I do it for the teen spirit. I bet you she's right now me calling her a bitch, and I'm like causing those hands reaching behind. Hey, <laughs> even if you don't like somebody, be nice to them. Well, I'm worried. That's that... the way to go. That's what my d- dad, uh, also named Tim the Annihilator, told me. Yes. Yeah, well, my dad's dead, so anyway, no, I know. I'm so sorry. He like gives, moves in to give you a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. He like gives you, he's like squeeze you are I need you to make a con save. Seven plus two I have a I have a nine. Uh you get one point of bludgeoning damage nice. from oh. Tim's hug. How many emotional healing? Uh you know what? The emotional healing alone allows you to reheal that one hit point. Oh, I, I I'm I'm I, I would look and I was like, Hey uh Tim, can I talk to you away from you're nothing against you guys. Um, Kaborklathon just goes, that I... <laughs> hey, Tim, um, you know where Azure Polaris is? Oh, I think she's been in her dorms lately. You know, she hasn't been the same since the other guy, the uh, first assignment either. Did she got her arm fixed up? Oh, yeah, yeah, the clerics got her a new one. <laughs> we grew it. They, well, oh. Well, okay, um, well, I might want to go say hi to her, because uh, I was kind of... You but know, they're already of... out on their exam. They are? Yeah. I, we got ours tomorrow. Oh, we're doing the same thing tomorrow. Oh, well, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, that Valcor or they just left, right? Yeah, they they left earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I have another question. What's up? I'm been looking for a Goliath, and forgive me to say this, but I don't know if he's infamous or famous, but he's a eight foot tall monk, and he has a. He has a scar over his eye, smells like sunflowers and vanilla, 
red hair and has looks like he's he's very i think he's a monk i i don't remember he he used to venture with my father kazuma was his name Oh, okay. Are you aware of this guy? your father too. Yeah, well, it kind of goes that way. But yeah. my, no, I'm mean, actually just this is my, uh, uh, yeah, my my yeah. father. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm named after my father too. But you know, I go by Tim the Destroyer because then it gets confusing. Well, <laughs> you know, I, just, I can't be Tim the Tim the Destroyer and Tim the Annihilator. It gets it's just you know I just go by my middle name Tim the Destroyer. Well, I only just sharing my last name just between you and I. Um, we're kind of like in this like a patio area, yeah. right? Like. And I bet you the bench he's sitting on is just bending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I wanted to ask, um, also, how is the Barbarian course? Oh, it's great. I love it. The people there are so nice. For Cash is so kind. Mm. But our rage management courses have been going really well. I've been thinking of doing that. Oh, I would really recommend it. It's so much fun. It's very, you know, and then we go to the book club after. Mm. <laughs> I can't read it still, but it's really nice. Mm. <laughs> Cosmo's like, yeah, you want borrow one of my books and it gives him a, a magical girl book oh i've been looking for this one yeah it's uh it's car it's she's a tiefling who's also a warlock it's it's about romance just have a read at it it's really well drawn perfect um are you aware of this goliath and no i, ha- I haven't i'm from way way up north so i i, I wouldn't know anybody I, like that what if i gave you the name and cosmo whispers a name to his ear okay what's the name I don't know the name right now. Top of that's okay. Yeah, I I've been trying to think about it for a so while. It's more of a plot narrative. Like, yeah, yeah. So he whispers yeah. in his ear. You whisper the name so hard that nobody can hear it. Yeah. No, I want to whisper right to his ear. Just tell him it. I just want to see his reaction. Like right. So the camera audio doesn't pick up on the name. Yeah. Um. Nope. Never heard of him. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you literally fought off a navy. No, no. I'm from the mountains. I got nothing. No, I thought they were all. You guys are all from the mountains. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, hey. Hey, whoa there, buddy. What's going on here? If there's anything I dislike more than unkindness, it's racism. Where do you think I'm from? (laughs) Well, judging by the looks of you, I would say kind of like mid-west, mid kind of like area, and then kind of towards the west, maybe towards the coast. Yeah, but where do you think Dragonborn's, or the the one Dragonborn city is built on? Oh, I don't know. I don't like to assume things. It's on a mountain. Oh, it's okay. basically a pyramid we teleported. Cool. Actually, it is in the canon. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's uh, awesome. But yeah, um, I've never been there. I heard it's kind of a little. Sounds st- great. Stiff. I mean, I gotta go. Fin- I gotta go finish my fantastic. Or te- I gotta go finish tabaxic. my ba- I I really want to fucking enchant bottles for that to correct everyone when they mispronounce it. How do you yeah. pronounce it? Tabaxic. Tabastic. There's like a fucking right, okay. one of either the X or the S is silent. Right. Oh. <laughs> so he says, I'm going to go finish my tabaxi, but it's good to see you, Kazuma. Good luck. Yeah. So bye. So you guys go uh, buy your potion. Yeah. Like FYI. Or your Kool-Aid. I, I, can it just be fucking can that for non-tabaxi saying it's like trying to properly pronounce Cthulhu. You're yeah. just not going to get it. So are you guys ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right. I, Amanda, are you ready? There's something I wanted to fucking do before I left, though. And I can't... Oh, right. Would it be cheating if I literally make the... No, I can't make the rest. Can I get, like, free take the ingredients for that new potion I need to make? Uh, you can probably go and buy a couple. I think you... Your thing was to be ready to make the whole thing by scratch. Basically. And 
Okay, you don't want to outsmart a beholder. Okay, but I'm mm-hmm. keeping the fucking coffee beans. Okay, so the coffee beans, I'm going to say, how many are you buying? Like a handful? Yeah, just a handful. Okay, okay I'll say that's like two silver then. Can Expensive, but not bad. Before we go, oh. I will, before like the next day, Cosmo would like to go to the library and get a book on Argon. Oh, okay, like, you can probably rent out a book. He, yeah. goes to, he goes there's like, do you have a comic book of Argon? Uh, no, we have an anthology of his tales. There's any pictures in them? Uh, there's a few inscriptions, but uh, otherwise not okay. much. Okay, okay. I'll take volume one, I guess. Very well. Be aware that uh, Boris will find you if you are not able to return the book. Well, who is this Boris guy? We don't why, talk about why is he so... <laughs> He's our enforcer. So she gives you the book. You now have the tales of Argon Bramaldash. It's just one book, or is there a volume? Of it's yeah, it's it's one of the volumes. No, oh, okay. When does he have to bring the book back? Uh, basically, by the time that he's back, because it's midterms. There's no comic books, right? There is a comic section, but it is paled in comparison to the word books. Okay, well, um, I'll just rent another comic book then and leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're off. We yeah. got everything. Um, Luna, you wanted to buy some more Kool Aid. Yeah, so I buy. One or two more Kool-Aids. Two. Right. Okay. So you want to buy two? Yeah. Alright, that's a gold. Okay. Alright. So with that, you guys' shopping quests are concluded. The next morning, you guys are free to go ahead, or unless you want to leave today. That also works. We could get the, the chest thing earlier, so that'd give us an advantage. Yeah. yeah so, so if you wanted to? Cool. Yeah, let's open it now. Alright, sweet. You guys, leave the letter. Basically just contract saying, you know, we agree to do this kind of thing. Uh, and we agree to subcontract these students, and that's their names. Uh, and then there is an arcane inscription that just said, I hereby want to teleport, blah, blah, blah. You guys read that, and a purple portal, like the one that you guys came through when you originally came to this academy, pops open in front of you. I assume, at least, that you proceed through. Yes. Yes. All right, fabulous. So you guys slurp on through the portal. When you get out of the portal, you see that it is a sunny late autumn afternoon in this wide, beautiful open field. You see in front of you is uh, what definitely looks like kind of a, an abbey. It's definitely not like the Gothic architecture that you're used to at the academy. It's a very simple, single-story cobblestone structure that's very large right in the center behind these large stone walls that are at least eight feet high. They're quite sizable. You notice that there are a few individuals walking along what must be kind of a platform just under the wall so you can see them walking over the wall almost like on guard duty. Uh, And there's an iron gate in front. As well, you see a larger two-story cobblestone building off towards the left and an awful lot of grape, very high grape vines. Is there grapes on the grapevine? Yes. Cosmo takes one. Oh, well, you guys aren't in yet. Oh. Well, yeah. Cosmo looks at Marion and be like, what do these people worship? Grapes. Grapes. <laughs> yes, the powerful. Should I roll for religion? Or? Uh, you, you guys see the symbol of Lathander like, oh, on the actually, wall. I guess what sense. is yeah. Lathander? Lathander is uh, one of the great good gods of Faerun. What does he thing is? Justice, light, goodness, puppies? More or less, yeah. Puppies. That's- Instant enemy from Bright Claws. Mm. Probably not specifically puppies. But... Oh, okay, I'm more is, ambivalent. Cause... Is there a puppy yeah. around? I, no. I don't think Bright Claws has actually ever seen a puppy before. Is there a dog around? But I've heard of them, damn it. So, um, the seeming guards are not really armored or anything. They just have crossbows around, kind of wave to you. Mm. I think they know who we are. 
I guess we just wait back. All right. Of course. Yeah. So you guys proceed on? Yeah. Yep. All right. A priestly-looking person in those white robes that you kind of recognize Bright Claws from somewhere, but you're not really sure I, where. Can um, I roll to remember? Sure. Give me, like, a history check or an insight check. You're going to maul him or right. something? Nine? Seems familiar, but you can't place where. But they have I a similar... have advantage because out of game, I am almost certainly... Uh, is it from that's the... meta notch well not well, i mean it was bright Claws's dream like you do you do recognize this you can't you just it's been a couple weeks so you can't exactly place okay where. fair enough fair enough yeah so uh, with the symbol of the thunder on the on their backs of their cloaks this young man greets says hello are you the orcapod yeah. yes we are from ah ah excellent uh, uh, yeah uh. please uh sister una is waiting for you so. i named the group what's <laughs> He goes, okay, great. Like every time someone calls us the Orcapod, you're like, yay! <laughs> it's real! He <laughs> does like an instinctual little dab. <laughs> Damn it. So you guys go through the large wooden doors of the central building. There's priests and other such figures everywhere, going about their business, praying at shrines, doing priestly things. Uh, and a half-elven woman walks up to you and greets you and says, hello, yes, you're the students? Yep, we're Fantastic. here to solve your problem oh that's lovely uh my name is sister una pelambrose i am the head of this here abbey it's so lovely to be able to meet you come come down with us and i'll tell you all about what you must do how tall is she uh she's about six foot tall oh whoa that's as tall for half elf Mm -hmm. or maybe Marin's just really short i don't know (laughs) yeah she's about five inches taller than that (laughs) do you feel threatened so she uh she (laughs) so she kind of takes you guys around the abbey you see that they have like you know, various main two main shrines to the left hand, or a little sleeping barracks, a wine cellar. She says that this abbey is known for its fantastic wine. Because those eye, some, eyes perk up and be yeah. like, really? They say that they make some of the best wine in Southern Faerun. Mm. Yeah. Cosmo <laughs> starts to be like, I want a taste on that. Oh, believe me, we will give you some. Oh, okay. Well, um, I used to work in a scotch distillery. Oh, I see. Yeah. And she kind of like gives you the weird like, ooh, that's dirty eye kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad guy. And then, you know, the various offices. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Woven like a quilt. <laughs> Seamlessly thrown in there. Together. <laughs> you die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I die in real life. Yes. So uh, then, you know, you got the offices and those kind of things. And it takes you to a simple, like, long wooden table. And you guys are served a pleasant vegetarian meal. Oh, um, it's like some nice, fresh garden vegetables, like zucchini, eggplants, mm. those kind of things. Stabbing the meat, the veges- vegetables, like he's like, can I get some meat? Uh, we don't. We're vegetarians here. I'm just shoveling you, it all into it, my face. Because of a bent, like his fork bends, and be like, no. okay, because <laughs> no. the dragonborn are are naturally carnivorous. Nice. He's like, yeah. well, there are like eggs. That's I mean, pro- but that's it for protein. You're just um, sucking eggs, like, like yeah. I I respect that, but cats also naturally carnivoristic so can i just maybe All right. sc- scurry out and look for rats or birds or whatnot to... so you want to you want to vex the meeting and go look for lunch basically yes all right, because by the time you hear it's like late afternoon. I, I will let Marin have my plate. Okay. Yeah, I'm fairly complacent. I won't, yeah. finish, I won't finish two plates. All right, give me, give me a perception check, Elliot, as you go down. Pretty happy about this. 
That is not good. Um, five what? on the dice. So. Yeah. Cosmo no. acts like a child. He's like, I don't want to eat vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like picking uh, it slowly. Yeah, like, no. Looking at Luna, Could like, I no. Roll nature, perhaps. <laughs> no, there are, there are no birds. There are no rats. Like, this place is very clean. Oh, why did you just shovel it in? Damn. I don't like vegetables. Insects. Don't make it faster. No, but fine. Like, okay, um, like, Cosmo, FYI, I, I just need to talk about it somewhere. I want some of my cat, like, eat cobwebs. Delicious. Just cobweb. I don't know why. He, he, he seemed to think it was like the most tasty shit ever. Well, already then. There wasn't even like a spider there. He was just seeing the webs. Cosmo's like, he eats I, the vegetables. Cats are, like... cats are amazing, magical creatures, so are there any cobwebs I can eat sure. in honor of my cat? Sure. Cool. You eat the cobwebs. Ew. Good job. They provide no nutritional value. You know, cobwebs are just dead skin, right? All right, I'm going to stop us right there. You guys are also served some fine port wine. It's pretty good okay, shit. Okay, I'll have that. Um, yeah. can, I, I guess I'll nip on some Can Cosmo do a, a roll to see if his is better or his or his is better? Like, he's trying to do memory, like... Like, compared to the scotch? It's yeah. probably on par, at minimum. Uh, he's like... Like, he, his pride is a little... Like, yeah, she looks, like he, looks, he looks at her and be like, it's good. Yeah. Good. It's good. Now, on to the contract. Um, any questions? How, I understand you haven't been fully briefed, but I can... We're here uh, to in. recover a crystal and kill undead, am I correct? Yeah, so basically the, uh, a great necromancer many years ago used to uh, named Clarnator Doombringer used to inhabit a land uh, a few days northeast of here at a tower. Was the name given or was it like a family thing? I don't know. Because if his name's Doombringer, it didn't leave him up for opportunities to be well, there, there have been a, a paladin. Family. There have been a family of necromancers known as the Doombringers that have inhabited that tower for many years. However, the... Uh, and yet none of them brought doom. How sad. Well, they, they were a pest for a while, but many, many years ago before the Spell Plague, we dealt with them. The necromancers believed to be dormant, basically. Nobody's seen them in right. years. You don't uh, see the dad mowing the lawn or anything? No, um... <laughs> But he, the the tower that he he once resided in or is dormant in is in a place called the Dead Marshes, and it's very difficult to get into for many of our people. Where there's very few of us here, even few fewer of us who are trained in combat. So what expeditions we have have not been able to get very far in. We want to basically have you find a crystal that we believe the Necromancer family has imbued their power into, because the land is still corrupted. And we, as servants of the Thander, wish to bring the light of the Thander to that land. But we can't while that influence is still there. So if you are able to retrieve this crystal, bring it back to us, and kill any undead you see along the way, we will happily pay you. And if we find that the area is very cleared of undead, we might give you an extra bonus as well. There's a few things I want to ask. What if the crystal was destroyed? Um, if you can destroy the crystal, that's fine. Um, like if we just slip, I don't... I get slipped and dropped in my hands. Well, it's... Said to, the legend says that it's a a, a long-standing magical artifact. It's would, very unlikely. Would we turn evil by touching this crystal? Unknown. Probably not. We need but, oven glit. Can we get oven mitts? Um. Well, we kind of need ours. Well, <laughs> well, we need we need we need the oven mitts too. You, I'm sure you'll be okay. Well, we're just you're throwing, capable enough. We're just, we're just, a couple of fourth years like you should be fine, right? What? Um, yes, yes. No, no, we're... We should be... We just need to give them, like, we'll get extra marks for this by telling them that they thought we were fourth years. No, that's not true. They are... They're people... Is there a problem? No, we're we're first years. Wait, what? Yes. Yes. They didn't pawn us off on you, did they? 
So she starts. She takes some paper out of her pocket. Says, "Looking through it." It's like, "Oh, that's your problem. You have jelly." Orcapod, fourth year students. Wait, did we, did we get lost in time? No. Is this the future? Huh. Complicated. What year is this? Sorry, we hadn't. I have been. We've been dealing with uh, issues regarding reality. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, Uh, Well, there's gravity. Regardless, um, that is unfortunate. It must have been some kind of paperwork error. My my sincerest apologies. Uh, so, so long as we are given extra pay for any difficulties we might, any specific difficulties we might encounter that we were not prepared for, um, because it it sounds like we're three below what we should have prepared. Give me for. give me a persuasion check. I know exactly what you're trying to do. Just give it. Just do it. Just do it already. <laughs> oh wait. Roll to get her to join our party to help us fight the undead later. Nine on the die, so I think I have like two charisma, right? So, yeah, so 11? Yeah, that should be about 11. Okay. So she says, well, I don't think that'll be necessary based on what we know about the marsh. Although there's a graveyard in the area, we believe that, you know, if you are... So we've also heard that you're in good standing with your mark, so we believe that you should be able to handle it. Can we have a bottle of that wine? Uh, when you return, yes. Oh, what if we? What if we deal with a mimic? Wait, what? what did you get done with the mimic last time? You didn't talk to it. No, you didn't talk to the mimic and give it alcohol. I don't think mimics talk. They do talk. Anyways, yeah. Um, you know okay, that? so I throw out the book of noting and I put the note up for mimics, and I okay. say mimics have an intelligence of ten. Boop. Huh? You got your mimic stuff. Um. Okay. Mimics, mimics have an intelligence of. They are able to speak if you give him alcohol all right then yeah good to know um fyi i think i may have pissed somebody off or like made somebody think we need a humbling with my little essay but um, clearly it worked they're not giving us fourth level assignments regardless i think that you should be you should be just fine based on what i what i know about the swamp so Yes, there shouldn't be issue. Hey, uh, wanna add, maybe Luna can persuade her to join us in our quest. You might have to turn on. You want to talk to her, Luna? Sure. All right. What do you want to say to her? Um, since you so know so much about the diamond, maybe it'd be better if we had your expertise so that we could make sure that if there's any uh, uh, magical barriers, you could help dismiss them. Okay. Give me a persuasion check. Eighteen. Plus. Oh. Persuasion, which would be your intelligence, right? Charisma. Uh, charisma. Oh yeah. Plus three. All right. Do you, are you pro- are you proficient with persuasion? Uh yeah, I have. Right, uh, so proficiency that's... of four. So twenty. It should be yeah. it should be yeah plus five overall yeah. for you. So yeah, that's big. It's like oh, well I come on had join us. That. Well, we're not really. We can oh. send one of our people, one of our junior priests, with oh. you if that. I I have to run things here, but. A junior priest can perhaps give you a hand. Preferably a fourth year junior priest. We don't. Well, we just have our our whatever your equivalent is. I am not too picky. We will send. We will send Carl, one of our priests, with you. Uh, Not you. Oh, okay. Good. good Is Carl cool? What? Is Carl cool? Yeah, he's fine. He's a bit off, but he's okay. Oh. Now, uh, do you have any additional uh, questions? Um, I actually made a mistake. They have an intelligence of five, but they have oh. a wisdom of thirteen. All right. Well, you don't get that info then. Also, well, they, they don't know. The book just screamed at me more. <laughs> I did that time when I talked about tomb annihilation. Yeah. So, uh, a couple of things to inform you: the object you're looking for is a small pink shard-like crystal, uh, in the shape of kind of like a double pyramid, according to legend. Is 
we, we, we so need someone recognize this shape and color. Three of you do, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> ah. It's the D8 of... Yeah, it's a, it's in the shape of a D8. So pretty much the shard, a shard from Kirby's 64. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's what, it, according to legend, that's what it looks like. Okay. We, we can go early in the morning and Carl yeah. can join us. So uh, there's also one of the notable ob- obstacles in the dead marshes. There are a couple of hazards, of course, in mo- the marsh. But one of the big hazards is a place called Doom's Crossing. It's a bridge. This place is just like such great names. Doombringer, yeah. Dead Marsh, Doom's Crossing. Yeah. What, um, a, like, what a lovely what a, like, area. Daffodil Lane or, <laughs> or um, Puppies in Kittens Avenue. Yeah. I don't know. But it's said to be guarded by a strange undead creature. Nobody is Nobody from this abbey has seen it. Because we don't have never ventured that far. I, I, I lean over to Marin and I'm like, I'll throw Carl in it if something happens. That's if Carl's not cool. Is Carl a human? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> no, filthy human. So, um, yeah. You say that out loud? No. So, yeah. Our humans uh, are quite dirty creatures. They, they don't groom you themselves. You just ate cobwebs. <laughs> they, they don't groom themselves properly. You have some cobwebs on your face. So, um, yeah, that's basically the main the main thing. They also have, there's, they've had other expeditions, so they got as far as the uh, Doom's Crossing. She hands you that map of uh, the vague outline of how to get there. And you're welcome to spend the night here before you go. You will, you will be fed free of charge and housed. Hmm. When you return, you'll get a total of 500 gold. And, you know, depending on how you go and how you do, you might be able to get a little more. Is there just humans here? or Humans, half-elves, elves, halflings. No, no tieflings? No tieflings. Definitely no tieflings. Oh. They don't find the light of the Lord. Well, not on average. Not on average. Okay. Well, um, the boys and I, can, the boys and I, can stay in our own our room together. Can the lady have her own? Yes, of course. Oh, great. All right. So, what would you guys? Now that you are informed, you are fed. What would you like to do? I'm assuming we're heading out tomorrow, right? My... I want to see if I can take one of those wine bottles. You want to steal one from an abbey? Okay, maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Like, he's like Cosmo's. Like he's thinking of stealing it then. He feels someone's presence staring at him. Yeah, really, Kazuma, before so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could always ask afterwards. They said they'd give us a bottle afterwards. Oh, well, I was going to study it. So, But, but um, I think for me, I'll uh, go out in an hour of working out and then go right. rest. So you guys are just going to do your thing in the meantime? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I want to I lift a bottle of wine over. Okay, you lift a bottle. No, no, not a bottle. A whole barrel. Oh, okay. Like, I want to work out like that. That works. So, uh, yeah, with that, you guys are housed. You meet Carl, who's fairly nerdy. He's carrying around his own big book of religious scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's cool. Though. Yeah, so... Hey, Carl, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Pat him on the back. It's a little rough. Please don't touch me. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> he also wears a fedora. I, I do, like, I, grab, I pinch his oak in the cheeks. Like, he slaps a... her hand away. He's like, step. <laughs> he's, look at him, he's cute. <laughs> For context, this is the kind of guy that wears black priest robes and a fedora. <laughs> and I look at uh, Mary and I'm like, we'll not throw <laughs> you. We had that first. <laughs> so, um, what what is your uh, what what got you to join the Abbey? Oh, I was uh, I was born here. I've been here my whole life. You never been anywhere else? Nope. You ever been in the ocean? Nope. Water deep? Nope. Baldur's Gate? Nope. You ever been interested in joining Argon's Academy? Nope. He's literally said he's never been anywhere else. Oh, well, maybe maybe he's like someone been somewhere, but just was like asleep. What? <laughs> like you're or I just like I just like taking care of the wine, reading my scriptures, you know. What well, what's that thing on your head? 
It's my signature hat. I call it a fedora. I look at the other. Oh. <laughs> so you see, you see Sister Una's, and she just shrugs. She's like, uh. "How old are you?" Uh, I'm 22. What is the domain that you are, or thing you're good at? I am a cleric of life. Of life. Well, I haven't, I haven't gotten my full cleric done yet. I'm not old enough here. So for 22. Yeah, we most people get it by. I look at Sister Luna. I'm like, is that true? She she, she gives you like a. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, They just don't want him to be a full. Yeah, she just like nods and gives you like a. Do I have to roll an insight or is it just so obvious? No, it's very obvious. She's just like we just keep him around because he wants to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're gonna be out there and see the world that is out there and with us. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do. Especially me, Cosma. All right. The second winner of the uh, fighting tournament underwater deep. Cool. And head of the cheerleading team. Uh, uh, what's a cheerleader? We su- what's a cheerleader? Well, a cheerleader brings support and entertainment to the crowd and gives school spirit. Sounds entertaining. Are you good at it? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I punch Marin. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> yes. I'm the head cheerleader. And if you right. hear a woman named Becky, she's just crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm probably not going anywhere after this. I want to spend my whole life here and just chill out. So. Well, we're going to learn the new world. Some people say humans are boring and uninteresting. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't know who would ever say that. Yeah. 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 Humans are so. What's your last name? Interesting. Carlton. <laughs> my name is Carl Carlton. Jesus okay, for real, my, my face hurts because I'm laughing. That's why it's too hard. Oh, uh, Aaron's just gonna like sigh audibly and walk away. <laughs> well, Sister Una gives you a wonderful. nod. It's like that's a wonderful name. Why? Thank you. I get made fun of it a lot by the travelers, but you know I like it here. So. Yeah, Luna, you're a little always too nice. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I uh, okay. If you feel huh. like that way, I I, I gotta respect that. Huh. And then Cosmo's eyes open up with like, oh gosh. Well, um, and then I turn to the Luna, Sister Luna. Is it Una? Una? I see ladies and no one else. Anyone? She nods like, oh, I'm sorry, we got that's that she he, he literally up. does nothing around here. Really? We just want him gone. Please just take him. <laughs> what if something happens? What does that affect I mean, us? we'll be sad. Just make sure nothing happens what, to him, but please just take the, him off our hands for a while. Please. What does that affect our mark if he died? Just, <laughs> if something happens, not die. We'll hold a funeral for him. But like would that affect our mark? Probably, yeah. I really? Mean, well, yeah, you come got on, one of our on. people killed. Well, maybe, this wasn't part of the deal. Maybe, maybe we can, you know, like just wink one, wink once for yes, blink two for no. On what? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. No, I don't. You know. No, I don't. <sighs> you haven't told me. This is like taking my <laughs> place behind the wine, the winemaking place. And it's like, you guys are just like arguing okay, with each okay. other. I like how like, Carl's just like standing there watching this whole thing happening. Doesn't understand. Yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. And Luna's if, if, looking into it, it with an impressment. Yeah. Okay, how about this? If we get him to like, you know, see the world and be a better person and not be so boring, maybe you can get, score us like three bottles of wine. <laughs> give me a, give me a persuasion <laughs> check. Can... Basically, if we can convince him to fuck off. Yeah. Don't give us stuff. Sixteen. I'll give you two. Handshakes. She she shakes her hand. Yeah. Um. But only if you convince him when he gets back. Otherwise, you get your standard reward. Okay. And um, how far is the walk to this? About two days. Oh. Oh. Did did he ever been further than two days? 
that's about the maximum. He's been into the he has been into the marsh, but not as far as the Dooms Crossing. Mm. Okay. Well, you have any healing potions? Uh, we have some that we sell to travelers for fifty gold. Better 50 than the go- university by ten gold, but still expensive. Yeah, we don't have enough. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. We got all our stuff ready, and I will. And and Cosma pulls out his bag, a paisley short sleeve shirt over his sailor shirt. Okay. And you know, because it keeps himself warm. Oh, okay. And, and are you guys doing a costume change or anything? No. No. Uh, no, you're just wearing the same clothes all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like any good protagonist. All the, all, I wear uh, a different outfit every single day of the week. It you, just looks the same. You, you just can't tell. Well, wait. <laughs> the ruffles are different. Like, she's wearing the battle dress. The ruffles are different. Right, Klaus, what are you doing this time? I will stealth around and snoop for weird priestly secrets because I okay. do not trust them. They Give know me, nothing. Yeah, okay. Give me a stealth roll. Ten. All right. So they basically like shoo you out with a broom from their offices. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Get. But where am I to find supplies for a potion? There's plenty of herbs around here that you can harvest, okay, and we cool. can sell you some. I I am. We going... have a yarrow root around here too. Oh, cool. I I will do investigation check. Oh, right. and... you can you can also do nature survival. Oh, nature check for good. Oh, and maybe Luna can ask if she could make help make a dish for. Oh lunch. yeah, absolutely, perfect. Okay, uh, ten again. All right, I, nothing. I have done for... something to anger my dice. I've been just worrying. That's my dice. Do you want to help oh. with cooking, Luna? Today? Yes, please. Because you guys spend several yeah. hours here. You spend. You're going to be spending the night. Okay, not twenty. I would like you to roll a survival check. Oh, seven. Seven. Plus, what you, would I one. Add? Yeah. Plus your wisdom. It's not amazing that priest has to take over the cooking because you almost burned the meal. I had too much sage. Yeah, exactly. Too powerful a flavor. Mm. So eventually, over time, you guys settle down. You get to know Carl Carlson a little too much. Uh, <laughs> well, like what? And and that you get to know him. Does he have like skin out? Does he talk about skin ash, ash or anything? No, he just talks with you, and it's about as invigorating as you might. How be. much psychic damage I get? Or all of it. Oh. Yeah. And a night, a day eventually turns into night. As and Luna uh, asks if she could help cook, and she promises she won't okay. burn give anything. Give me, give me another, give me one more attempt. Oh, nineteen plus wisdom, so a natural twenty. Perfect. This time you add just the right amount of sage instead of like heaps of it. So you got it. You're good. She's like Sora from the Kingdom Hearts 3. She's just getting it right, and it's like a surprise. Yeah, ta-da. Ta-da. And as you guys are getting ready, you know, you have a feast for the priest. You drink more wine. It's pretty good. You guys get pretty turnt in the most priestly of fashions. Mm. And eventually... Hey, Marin, I have an idea for your books. How about you not make one book, but volumes of books? No, that's much harder. You know how big this book is? You know how hard it'd be to carry around multiple? Well, you just make one for right now, but you spread them out, making more deals. Ah, uh, yes. A move that is known as The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit. That's a ridiculous idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he just wants to, no, he just wants to be really smart. Yeah. And why do I feel it? And, like, Kazuma's just like, oh, no, he's, like, a nerd. He'd so, rather be a nerd than a Hobbit. Yeah. So... <laughs> We don't want to say that out much. The Hobbits yeah. are operated by Warner Brothers. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so you guys are starting to proceed 
Not to sleep. And before you go to bed, is there anything you would like to do? Read my book. You read play the harp. Play the harp. And just a hint of catnip, and so oh, you should try and see if the elder cats will give you guidance <laughs> in this troubling time. Okay. Um, like right now, so it's like an appropriate time to ask for their guidance. I guess. You know? What would it, what would this be? Choose between a con save that you want to fail or a religion check that you want to succeed. <laughs> All done. And Marin, what are you doing? Marin has developed a great fascination with that being that he saw in his dream four okay. weeks ago. The 60 foot tall, impossibly beautiful, red haired, devil lady uh, type person. Type of person, yeah. Okay. He's going to try his best to continue his drawing of that. Okay, you can give me a history or an insight check just to kind of remember. History or insight? Yes, either one works. Going with for history, then? that's 12. Okay. You get a vague sketch going. It's not the uh, best. Kozuma wants to redraw the mimic for Marin. Okay, can you can I, start doing that. Can Give I do? a hand. Uh, and Elliot? I'll go with religion. 16. Ooh. So... Guess we're doing this. I got a 7. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's not great. Ah, uh, first draft. So, Elliot, as you meditate, your cat the catnip hits you pretty good. <laughs> and as you purr away... You guys know, just see bright claws in like the lotus pose, <laughs> cross-legged, purring, and bright claws. What you see in front of you is your grandfather, bright eyes, <laughs> in a space of perfect blank white. He says, "Hello, my grandson." Meow, <laughs> grandpa. No, I, I'm. He nuzzles you. <laughs> yes, the usual cat greeting of nuzzling. Mm, what, what, what great information of the ages have you come to depart to me in my time of need? I have come because there is a great danger coming upon you, my grandson. Meow. Meow. Oh, fuck with Marlon. Meow. You see, something has awakened. But I cannot say what. There is a disturbance in the yarn, in the thread of the world. Yeah, the great yarn is the being unraveled. I Indeed. See. There is something. I feel it. The yarn that makes us all is being slowly unraveled, unwinded, in a most unholy of fashions. Unholy? What abomination is it? I cannot say, for it is something that I do not understand, not even an eye in my wisdom in the great yarn. But yes. know this, I ask you to be safe, my grandson. Yes, of For course. there are great things abound for you and your yeah, compatriots. This is good. Yes, meow, meow, meow. While this is happening, <laughs> my cousin is literally just talking to himself and purring. <laughs> uh, you guys hear a bell. Like a rapid, almost like old-timey firebell. And you see priests starting to don armor, change shirts and plates, and grab maces. You see Carl Carlson in a chain shirt over his robes and fedora. He's got a he's got a uh, line of chainmail over his fedora. Carl, what's happening? It says, Raiders! We got bandits! Oh, shit. We need your help! Okay, question. If the people out in the contract all die, does the assignment get cancelled? Yes. Probably. <laughs> we'll probably fail because we failed to protect them. All right. Yeah. So okay. come on, let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, um, can can I make a perception check when I? Uh, yeah, I would like you to make a perception check to see if you even see this. Okay. Before, because okay. you're in the throes of. 
Oh boy. I want to do a, a bit of like a four we set up mash. Um, ooh, yeah, four? Four? Five? Uh, you're still talking with your grandpa. I slapped Bright Claws in this note. All right, I'll say that'll wake you up. Bam! Yeah. We, we have bandits coming to hit the Abbey. Bandits. Bandits. All right, before we go, bandits. we need to set up a plan. Perception check to see if they're accompanied by pigeons. No. You no, no. guys aren't outside yet. We're not yeah, outside. Remember our, remember this. You see Carl's, come on, get to the walls. Let's go. What? Uh, we all right. Let's let's get let's go a little bit. We we're gonna set up a plan before we start attacking. Yeah. All right. So Carl runs off, uh, holding his fedora as he goes with his mace. All right. Um, all all four of us at the gate, or like the if you guys abbey door. Head out, yeah. We're at the abbey door. Yeah. There's uh, priests running out. I look at Bright Claws. I need to climb up and snipe the bandits up there. And this yeah. is only a single story unless you want him to get on the roof. I want him on the roof. All right. And I want to help I have him. My I, pull, so. No, right. I want to. I want. I was gonna catapult him okay. up. Okay. Cool. Catapult. So I put yeah. God damn it. So put my hand put your your foot on between my hands and I lift them up in the air. Alright. And I said, get to the bell tower. Alright. So I mean there's no bell tower. What you was that bell tower in the church? No. Okay. Oh. It's it, this is like an abbey area. The, and there's the more roof. just like the roof. Yeah. Okay. I I, I was so. thinking it was like, okay, I say so get up the roof. Get up there. Get up there. And you, Luna, you wanna help out? Sure. I, I also lift her up as well, and you can catch her. Okay, so you guys are just heading to the roof? I'm, I'm staying on the ground. Yeah, with Sam. We're yeah. staying on the ground, but so, these two have arrows to fire. Cool. So you guys, are, there's no like inner way to get onto the roof. You guys are going to have to go outside to get to the roof, just so you're aware. I know, but I was like, right. okay. So, so I, I'm further hand, want to stay up front with the priest, because uh, I know my fire breath. Okay, cool. So you guys burst open through the big wooden doors, and there's chaos. There's probably... A dozen and a half individuals with various crude weapons and armor that are just hacked, like they're mainly hacking at the grapes uh, and vineyards, and they all try and seem to be trying to work their way towards the winemaking area. And it's alcohol heresy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the gates have been busted open, and there's like priests on the walls that are just shooting down arrows. Kazuma, wow, you want to boost these two up? Yeah. All right. So. Uh, have you make an athletics check? I want him to go first, so if he goes up, he and I boost. Luna. I want you to make the athletics check first. I know, but I want an order. I would like to do athletics. Yep, give me athletics check. At sixteen. All right, that'll be sufficient. You got advantage on your athletics roll to climb, Elliot. Nat twenty. Nice. Fuck so I'm gonna say with a nat twenty, you le- you don't even need Kazuma's hand. You just leap onto his shoulders and leap up to the second story. Luna, you will have advantage on this if you want to get that athletics. 13 or 18. 18 cool. plus, uh, what is athletics? Strength. Strength. Just plus one. Uh, 19. Cool. So with Bright Claws' help, you guys are leaped onto the roof. It's fairly flat. There's not much, too much uh, precipitation in this area. You guys managed to get on the roof. And I'd like you all to roll initiative. Okay. Um, FYI, uh, with my vantage point, could I analyze the situation using my Six. knowledge of banditos? Uh, uh, I will have... Uh, give some helpful advice and tech. well, that's what the book of noting's for. Yeah, I know. All right, so don't, how, uh, don't don't I need to do a thing before I can use my great knowledge? Yes, but it's hard to access the book right now. Um, All right, Stephen, give me your Kazuma, give me your sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Marin, three. Great, Amanda. What, what's five? I have five on the die, and I don't know which. Uh, your dexterity. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay, so I got on that one. But before that, I got at 20. 
So can they cancel each no. other out? No, I don't think that's how that works. Can I at least not have something especially bad yes. happen? And okay, just... you're just slow on the uptake. You're getting your longbow. Okay, uh, just that with my regular dexterity would be a four. So. All right, fantastic. Still better than me. Yeah. So you kind of trip up on some like some roof scaling when you're getting up there. So you're delayed. But Kazuma, you're up first. And what you see before you, this especially beefy bandit comes up kind of points his sword towards you guys collectively. Says, hey, it looks like we got a couple of non-priesthood boys. Time to go fuck these guys up. <laughs> and the other four that are with him are like, yeah, boss, let's get him. <laughs> and they rush into combat with you. And it's your turn first, Kazuma. What would you like to do? All right, so enter royalty three battle music. And is there like, are they in a cone? They are all like, they're not really in a formation. They're all in a bunched up together. But no, no priests are nearby. There's like a couple probably within the last five feet. If you, you're doing what I think you're about to do. All right, so there are vines in the way. Like, this is a vineyard. I, I grab my axe and I throw it right at the uh, the big boy. Yeah, right in between the eyes. All right. Well, whatever the dice tell me. Yeah. Fourteen plus five. At oh, that's good. That'll and, do it. And I get, and it's a D six of damage. Yeah. And I'll say that's plus your strong. Um. Yeah. It's it's a four. Four total. Yeah. Okay. He takes it in the shoulder and says, "Ha! Huh, that was nothing." And I, I wanted to just do like the Matrix, like Neo does, like the come yeah. at me, come at me. Yeah. You're not gonna take a bonus action or anything, or you get? Um. I do patient defense. Okay. So you're you're in dodge mode. Yeah. Great, because it's his turn next. So this big bandit captain, he's got scars all over his arms uh, and a big bushy beard. He's going to take one swing with his scimitar at you first at disadvantage because you are doing the good dodge. Actually ends at my turn. Take it when it yeah. comes back to my... Okay, so... So will... Ooh. So does a 16 hit you? That does hit me. Okay, and the dagger does not. Uh, unless does a 14 hit you? No. Okay, so the scimitar, he comes in with his scimitar, and he's going to give you a good slice. Or apparently not, never mind. So you receive four points of damage as a scimitar comes and slashes you across the face. Next up, from the sidelines, Carl oh. runs out. And, and trips and falls. And farts. Alright, so Carl, he has a mace in his hand, and he's just going to deck one of these uh, bandits on the other side here. He hits pretty freaking good. Mm. Uh, and you see, as uh, he hits this bandit just right over the head, a good clobber, light begins to emit from his mace. Oh, oh shit. Crit? No, he's using a radiant damage. So Mar uh, Carl's mace lights up with a white holy light, and there's a burst of orange energy as it makes contact with the bandit's skull. The bandit's head fucking explodes. Oh. And he is insta-killed. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Carl so, ain't no one to mess with. Yeah. So that's Carl. Carl, Cosmo instantly feels bad for... Not a personal kid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's still more. In Vengeance, uh, Carl, who's like holding his fedora, is like, yeah. Uh, now he's going to get stabbed. <laughs> Good, I'm Carl. Poor Carl takes four points of damage as he's stabbed back. He's celebrating his victory, and then he gets his fedora knocked off and then stabbed. I, I look at him and it's like, don't celebrate too soon, Carl. That's the yep. sorcerer's power. No. <laughs> God damn it, you beat me by like two seconds. <laughs> Luna, you're up next. You're on the roof. I'd you're on like the roof. I'd like to shoot 
the guy who just stabbed. Oh, you want to shoot the, the bandit that just stabbed Carl? Yeah. All right, give me a shot. 17 plus. Oh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll easily. These guys are not exactly professionals. And then I roll a d4. A d6 for your short bow, plus your dex. 4 plus 2. 4 plus 2, so that's 6. Hey, that is pretty good. So yeah, you shoot this bandit right through the leg, and he screams out in utter agony. Unfortunately, uh, would you like to do anything else? Any bonus actions, spells, like good stuff? I'd like your, your, your loving boyfriend, Steven, here? How <laughs> many HP do you have? I have I have 14 out of 17. Actually, you do whatever you like. Actually, also, I could do Bard of Inspiration for one that, of you. That too. Yeah. Who wants Bard of Inspiration? Elliot? Uh, you guys can pick one. Marin? Who do you think should get it? Um, no, I give it to Carl. I think he needs it. Okay. I'll so you're going to give a, a bonus die to Carl? Yeah. All right. What Carl is it? Feels Final in... Destination theme? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up are these bandits that are going to converge on Marin. Oh. So the big boss is handling uh, Kazuma. These two smaller boys are going to go up to Marin and just start beating you to death with oh, their clubs. God. One rolls a three. Nice. The other one rolls a 13. That hits. All right. Marin isn't built for combat. Built for reading. All right. So you're going to take five points of slashing damage as a, uh, or bludgeoning damage rather, as a mace comes down and hits you. Bonk. Uh, <laughs> it is a violent bonk. Ouch. Uh, yes. That said, it is now your turn. Is it not? No, he's not at one. Yeah. No, he's I right at the bottom. He rolled a nat one. I okay. got four of the roll, though. Yeah, you rolled a nat one. Okay. Oh. I'm serious about my crit fails. Right, I, I like that. Um, that you bastard. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put away my big old book into the bag of holding. Just slurp. Yep. Then I'm going to Hunter's Mark, the one that just bonked me. Okay. And then I shall strike at it. We all know the greatest monster is man. Yeah, especially the boring humans. Yeah. These guys are all human. Yeah. I'm extra, not, not like malice, but just, you know, sort of contempt. <laughs> There's no, there's no mercy. Yeah. Oh, damn it. The dice didn't hear you. That's seven to hit. Uh, yeah, that's not going to do it. He deflects your blow easily. All right, well, and that's all I got. <laughs> all right, now it's Bright Claws. You you finally recovered your footing, Bright Claws. Cool. I shoot. I got to 12 plus my... Uh, well, who you're shooting? You need to designate who you're shooting um, first. Bandit leader. Bandit leader? All right, give me a roll to attack the bandit leader. Oh, okay. No, no, no. 17. That'll hit. Okay. Give me the ju- give me the, the bow juice. Mm. Uh, 9 damage. Ooh, he definitely feels that. That's a big oof. Okay, and uh, as a bonus action, I'd like to use my bandity skills to analyze a situation. Okay, give me a history check. I'll give you advantage on this because uh, you got a nat 20 on your roll to do the bandits. Thank god I got a nat 1 the first For- time. Oh yes, for context, I had everybody roll for their various other subjects okay. um, off uh, uh, 15 record. 15 on the die. Yes, 15 on the die. So you guys have been learning your various subjects over the semester, and you know you picked up many things, of which Bright Claw's got a natural 20 on his history for bandits. That's one of the subjects that he could choose. And with this, you realize that uh, these guys, judging by their makeup, are fairly disorganized, just regular raiders, basically. Mm-hmm. If you cut off the head of a snake... The rest will probably run. Okay, using my free action of talking, I'm going to say, Go for the head! Or in this specific case, the bandit leader. Very much like the alpha of the horrible wolf pack, if you get them. <laughs> the rest will scatter because they are wusses. I look at Bright Claws, I'm like, Dealing with something? <laughs> and Cousin does this, like, 
<laughs> All right. Kazuma, it's, we're back right up to the top with you. What would you like to do? Kazuma looks at the bandit leader like, you have something in mind. He grabs the axe and he wants to break it off him. Okay, give me an attack roll with your axe. 18, no, 16 plus 5. That's well, that'll 21. definitely do it. Give yeah. me a damage. And I want to rake it across his chest. Whee! 4 plus 3. <laughs> 4 plus 3, it is going to be a 7. Yeah. And then, nice. And he does a, a, a martial arts off-handed attack. To get him? Yeah, to kick All right. him in the kneecap. All right. Ooh. Yeah. That's particularly nasty. 11 plus 5, it's going to be a 16. That will hit. And then I'm going to find myself a d4. So it's going to be a... A five. All right, so you just beat the crap out of this poor guy. He's really feeling it now. And with my free action, I call him. I said, your beard is disheveled and needs oil. Ugh, how dare you say that? <laughs> my beard is lovely. <laughs> Nobody insults Grongar Grungar. Grongar Grungar? You don't pay for that, little dragon man. <laughs> it's like the darkest dungeon, like the thing over Cosmo's head, enraged. <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty mad now. <laughs> Nobody insults Grungar Grungar. Um, so with that, we're back up to Carl. Good old-fashioned Carl is going to just smack another bandit in the face. He does got that bardic inspiration. Oh, that's right, he does. That doesn't really help him. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe it does. Hold on. Uh, no, it doesn't. Unless, uh, yeah, no, he, he rolls. So he rolled a seven on the die, one on his bardic inspiration. So he got, he's got a 10. Wow. He misses completely. He is useless. Um, <laughs> and he, he won't try. You can be a heal bot, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that's all Carl's going to do. Uh, which leaves it to the bandits that are beating the, the bandit that's beating the crap out of Carl. Who will not hit Carl. Yeah, oh, or actually, no, sorry, I I am wrong. He he does hit Carl. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. I mean, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. So Carl takes another whack. Um, he is looking a little bit hurt, but he's okay. But he does go to pick up his fedora. And then it immediately gets whacked off his head again. <laughs> as it should be. Um, following up on that, though, is Luna. What would you like to do, Luna? I would like to shoot the other bandit attacking Carl. Okay. She's being such, she's such a sweetheart. Just helping Carl. <laughs> the only person that has ever respected Carl. She's just a sweetheart. Uh, nine plus wisdom? No, charisma? No, no nine plus your dex plus your proficiency. So plus five. Okay. Nine so plus 14? 14. That'll do it. Roll me your damage. D6? D6 plus your dexterity. Ooh. Ooh. Six plus two. All right, so the bandit looks like he's going to go for another underhand swing towards Carl, but he gets an arrow through one ear and out the other ear and just collapses. So I guess it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, awesome. That's a, That was a good one. All right, uh, would you like to do anything else? And I'd like to give a bard of inspiration to Kazuma. Right, I, okay. Can I give it, or, or should I heal... Carl. Um, he's a yeah. He's an he's a, he's just an NPC, right? Like true. Oh. Okay, so I'll give a bard of inspiration to Kazuma. To Kazuma. All right, you got that bardic inspiration. Yeah. Um, you are followed up by the two bandits that are going nuts on Marin. Oh dear. Uh oh. That's a nat oh, twenty. Oh no. Oh fuck! This guy knows magic. I get the DM ideas. Yeah, he knows magic. He casts stab. <laughs> ah, so he's a stabby wizard. He knows the cantrip stab. So is this a so subclass take... of muscle wizard? 
<laughs> so Marion, you take ten points of slashing damage. Oh my god. As a scimitar just gets you right in the stomach. Oh. Narrowly god. missing the bag of holding. Oh. Well, you know what happens to a bag of holding when it's destroyed. So that's not know. so good. That is bad. Um, and then his friend is gonna come up on you. Mm-hmm. Uh and also hits you. Oh shit. for six uh for five damage. Alright, good night, everyone. Night night. I'm down. Yeah, so they just slash at you and stab at you until you're basically just a hump, uh, keep on the floor. Yeah. All right. Uh, that leads it up to Marin, who needs to make a deck save, or a death save. That's a fail. All right. Remember, if you <laughs> die in the real world. You die in real life. <laughs> you, you also die in the fake ones, too. Remember to stay in your game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so, yeah, you guys get see Marin get, like, the crap beat out of him, and he just crumples. Um, Tragedy, ain't it? Yeah. Which, uh, just like Darth Plagueis Wise, I'm sorry. <laughs> right Claws, what would you like to do? I shoot at the thing. Big boy? Yeah. Beef boy? I get 15. That'll do it. And that, that's just on the die. I get more. It's an unnatural 20 plus. But yeah, basically. Yeah, you got, you got him. You just nailed him. You got this guy pretty good. I will hit for seven points of damage. Oof. He's trying to steal my kills here. No, I'm, I'm going to fucking Boromir this guy. Yeah, this guy is just, he's getting hit left, right, and center, but he's hes looking wary. He's not okay. doing great. Um, just nobody defeats Grungar Grungar. Yeah. Nobody. Piss off or I will kill you, you Is that a cat? Over. I hate cats. Yeah. Grungar. Do you like dogs? Grungar Grungar eats cats. Does he like dogs? Gunga Gunga loves dogs. Oh, me too. Yeah. So Kazuma, what would you? What's your reaction? What would you like to do? Uh, I see Marin knocked out, and I. Oh, really... sorry, I forgot Gungar Gungar. Oh. Hmm. Who needs to attack Kazuma? Oh wait. Yeah, you missed a turn already. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he just so Gungar does a thirteen hit you. Thirteen? Yes. Yeah. No, no, thirteen doesn't hit me. Uh, that will definitely hit you though. What is it? It's a nineteen on the die. Yeah. So that is six damage from a stab from a dagger that just slices right into you. It's like. Yeah, take that. And now it's your turn. He stabs me, right? Yes, he stabs you. Is it in my in me? Yes. I'm like, thanks for the gift. And I get my axe and I try right through his neck. All right. 16 plus 5. That'll, that will 21. Hit. And I go 4 plus 3. It's going to be a... S- 7. I'm, and I do a k- jump off kick 2 right in his face. All right. Give me that. All right. Uh, a 9 plus 5. It's going to be a, a 14. That doesn't hit. He blocks the... So he takes the slash to his neck. Um, blood starts spurting out, but he's still fine. Um, <laughs> and he deflects your blow. And... Oh, okay, and then... Um, I still have... The, oh, I can use that part of inspiration for 10 minutes. So I can yeah. do it next time. Yep. And, uh, and I am... Um, do I chop his... Cut his beard a bit? Yes, absolutely. And for one more thing, I flavor. I pick the beard up. It says, dust in the wind, man. All right. Well, it's Grungar's turn. Yeah. Uh, going back to the proper initiative order. Yeah. He's fucking pissed. Nobody touches Grongar Gungar's beard. Uh, that's a 12 plus 5. Yep, that hits me. Uh-oh. So that's 8 damage. That is my health. Oh. Uh, so he stabs you right through the chest and says, Nobody defeats Grongar Gungar. And I, and I do a smile like... <laughs> As you collapse. Yeah, like, you stupid. <laughs> you dweeb. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> so he's going to start uh, going over and tries, is going to start trying to climb the roof. Mm, that's a terrible idea. So he starts, 
Uh, it's going to take him a bit, but he starts agile, agilely climbing up. <laughs> I must kill cats. Carl. <laughs> Carl is going to sacred flame him. <laughs> he misses. Hey. Or, or actually, no, sacred flame is a. Uh, let me just look something right here. Um, so yeah, uh, I was wrong. Um, Gung, uh, he does hit with sacred flame, but it only does one damage. Ah, oh. uh, well, that's piddly. So yeah. Maybe Gong or Grunga are just impervious to fire. Could so be. he he takes a uh, he takes a, a sacred flame right to the back, and it doesn't even phase him. He keeps going. The, as Grongar Grungar does, um, Luna, you're up here on the roof, and Grongar Grungar is coming down on you. Kitty, he both of us before we do that combo you did. To heal you well, the words? Yeah, she can't reach any of us. No, she's a healing word. Right, right. Oh, wait, can you do healing word once? Or? No, because it's a bonus action. They have one bonus action. But can you use a, two spells at the same time? Be like. If, if one's an action, one's a bonus action, yes. But if they're both bonus actions, it's not going to cut it. Okay. And so she gets to heal one of us. Who's it going to be? Oh. We're going to heal Marin. Who do you think? He's dead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm unconscious. You gotta, you gotta think of your decisions. You can't ask around. It's not yeah. a committee. It's a, dis- it's your decision. So there's two bandits that are around Marin, and then there's Kazuma. Clearly, you should heal them. Uh, I'm going to heal Marin because I think they might attack him again. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna. This gets beaten to death more. So one d four. Yeah. Plus your um charisma, so three. Uh, so six total. Yeah. You got six hit points back. Um, which is great because it's their turn next unless you want to, or it's, you can do an action, yes. Um, uh, I, I want to use Thunder Wave, but that attack uh, It will, it's right, it's everybody. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to shoot him with an arrow. Alright, I'll give you advantage on this because he's literally like just climbing up. It's an easy shot. 13 plus... It's 15. 15. But okay. you can do it again because you have an advantage. Yeah. Okay. You got 20. Yeah. 8. Sure. So, so that, that hits nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Give me the Grongar Goongar shot. Nice. Six. Plus. Three. Nine. So Grongar Goongar takes an arrow to the eye. Mm. And he's still going. Oh he God. snaps the arrow right out of his face. <laughs> Respect. And start and keeps going. What champ? The bandits still present by Marin see him get like start to wake up and they keep beating him to death. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> I thought they'd think I'm still unconscious. Oh actually. No. You can... um, well, it's not your turn yet. That's the problem. Yeah, that's fair. So one of them doesn't. Oh shit! Oh, oh god, shit. why? That's another net twenty. Oh fuck! So welcome back to unconsciousness. He yeah. does another ten damage to you, uh... or actually sixteen. Oh, my god. So Ooh, they god. see, they see, like, oh, let's go have the boss. Oh, this one's still alive. And they just beat you to death even more. I... Oh okay. Fuck. Uh. All right, Carl. No wait, I already did Carl. Um, Marin. Yeah, uh, I'd like you to make keep making death saves for me, please. Come on, man. But you did reset. And that the... is a nine, so back to one failure. Yeah. <laughs> you did reset it, so that means. Yes, that is good. Just keep reviving him so he can fail. Okay. Bright claws, you're the last up. What would you like to do for this initiative order? Uh, Shoot him with an arrow. No, I had something special in mind. I'm going to walk up to where he's climbing. His his arrow hand. aimed directly down at his head. All right. Dodge this, you filthy. Fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely get advantage on that show. So mean spirited. I'm good. Fuck. So what's the what's the total of the best roll? <laughs> so, as Grongar puts his giant meaty fists up on like the edge of the roof, 
He looks up at you. Respect, but I still have um, my movement. Well, I yes, and you draw back the bow, and you release it, and it pegs into his forehead, but it doesn't go through. It oh just the the metal just gets stuck in here in the front of his forehead. Ah, uh, And He looks up at you, says, "Now it's my turn." <laughs> no, it's not. I still have my movement. Okay, what would you like to do? I'm going to shank out the claws of my feet, and I'm going to jump on his head. Okay. <laughs> So you want to jump on him? I'm going to jump on him and aim for his head with my claws. All right, give me an acrobatics check. So you got a that looks like a 19. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, 19 or 20. I'm 19. Sure. Oh. So as Grongar puts his meaty fists up on the wall, it's like my turn. As his arrow is lodged in his head, Bright Claws throws down his longbow, shrinks out his claws, and leaps all four at once just down onto his face. And as Grungor looks up, he sees this image of, like, Batman in cat form. <laughs> just as Tabaxi descend upon him. And as you look into his eyes, you see the eyes of a man who bit off more than he could chew. And that's where we're at. <laughs> the eyes of a man who hates cats. Ah, uh, he is. He has got to take some That Bright Claws is some real guts, I tell you what, and that's why we love him. Adventuring 101 features Steven Mercer as producer and the character Kazuma. Amanda Stewart plays as Luna Sage. Elliot Luke Grayson plays as Bright Claws. Tyler McElwain plays as Marin Mackis. And Robbie Thompson as the Dungeon Master and the one who edited this episode. The theme song was made by Sky, aka Baby Sky, on SoundCloud and YouTube, so just check her out. We also have a Twitter, and of course, like every other show, you should share us on any podcasts or anything you want to anyone who's interested in Dungeons and Dragons or references about schooling. Please be safe out there and hope to hear from you soon. 